Do you know what it will entice you to clean? If your house smells like a beach afterward and it doesn't smell like, you know, cleaning products. Well, enter Clorox. They can transform your space into a tropical getaway by upgrading your cleaning routine with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. It smells like coconut. It cleans like Clorox and it feels like inspiration. With a refreshing scent that will leave your home clean and fresh, elevating any room into an oasis. Now you can express your style and get shiny clean, get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. This is Ashley Iconetti from the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast. Tennessee just sounds perfect, whether that's live music, the crack of a campfire, or kids laughing on an adventure. To start planning your trip, visit tnvacation.com. Tennessee, sounds perfect. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. All right, ladies, let's be real. Who here actually enjoys shaving their legs? Yeah, absolutely no one. I know this. Get this, Nair. Yes, Nair, the OG, has leveled up. They've got these new sensational shower creams and body creams that smell absolutely amazing. I know this is not the smell that you're thinking of from the 90s when your mom first pulled this out for you. These smells will light up your bathroom, honestly. They'll make your shower experience better. It smells like a spa, actually. Oh, yeah. And how do you know this? Well, I just, I mean, Nair's in the household. So anytime Nair's used, it smells like a spa. You probably don't even know what it does. It takes hair away. (laughs) It works in as little as three minutes. You don't have to bother with nicks, cuts, shaves, and the smooth lasts so much longer than shaving. You're also not going to have to deal with any of those shave bumps or anything like that because the bumps are just as annoying as the nicks, right? Nair's new sensational shower and body creams are free of all the nasty chemicals like phthalates and sulfates. You can feel good about what you're putting on your skin and you can have a little bit of a me time moment with Nair, the number one hair removal brand. Smell for yourself. And as Ben, Ben smelled for himself and he likes it. It's Ben approved. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour. 
It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. Hello, guys. Welcome to the Almost Famous Podcast. It is Ashley. Ben isn't here. He has a he has an event in Ohio today. Oh, no. Iowa. <laughs> he has been in Iowa today. Um, but I'm going to be joined by Desiree Hardstock. She's going to come on and recap this episode with me, which my bad. I went into this episode thinking it was going to be hometowns. I was really excited. And then it dawned on me that there was a reason we didn't see a preview for hometowns last week. Uh, yeah, it wasn't hometowns this week. It was mental all plus a little 15 minute clip of us seeing Michael A leave. And that is something that I kind of foresaw for a while. Just there was something about that FaceTime he had with his son. I was like, when the son says, daddy, do you not want to see me anymore? That guy is not going to stick around. Uh, So I'll get into that with Des in a little bit. But first, I wanted to remind you guys of our virtual event. It's coming up this week. It is Ben and Jess's engagement party. It's going to take place in Napa. I unfortunately am not quite in the right health to be traveling six hours across country and six hours back being on a plane. Oh my God. I can't even imagine being on a plane that long right now. Um, so they're going to party without us. Not that I can party (laughs) in Napa Valley where all there is is what is wine. Um, so uh, unfortunately I won't be able to be there in person, but I will be here for our event digitally. And you guys, I hope that you're there too. It's on July 30th. It's from 5 to 6 Pacific time. And tickets are on sale now at loopedlive.com. That is L-O-O-P-E-D live.com. And so, yeah, it's their engagement. It's like, you know, it's their iHeart engagement party. Um, Nick is going to be there. Dean, Kaylin, Wells, they're all going to be toasting to Ben and Jess. And I know Jess is really excited to go to Napa for the first time. And we really want you to join us because not only do we love to engage with you guys, digitally because there'll be a great chat and we'll be able to like get all your live feedback but it's also benefiting humanity and hope united foundation which is a foundation that is so near and dear to ben's heart and they do so much good in the world so it's gonna be a party without us and i'm gonna be disappointed that i'm not there but you know what i'm also gonna be happy that i'm probably gonna be sitting on a couch and it'll be hopefully knock on wood before We know it that I can actually socialize again. (laughs) Um, Okay. So guys, we are going to get Des on the podcast right after this break. She's the best to recap. So looking forward to it. See you in a sec. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works, and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic, and they're free of parabens and latex. All that's so important. 
Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it. Where did you hear that rumor, Ben? Oh, Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all. With 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. So like how to budget for a hot date in Malta like Joey went on? <laughs> yeah. Or how to baby step your way to being a millionaire before you're 35. Oh, okay, I'm looking at this episode on how much people spend on dating apps. So one guy is spending $499 a month. He should really apply for The Bachelorette. <laughs> or this one episode, which is what our Amazon purchase history says about us. Why don't you just go and tap that subscribe button, Ashley? Um, say less. This is really, really interesting. So to check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Just search Smart Money Happy Hour and hit that subscribe button, which I just did. Your wallet and your next road trip will thank you. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. You wake up with a scratchy throat, congestion, runny nose, and cough. You know your body. You know you're getting sick. Your choices are tough it out, get sick, take some time out from work, hope the doctor can see you this month, or wait two hours at urgent care. Then you can sit in a room full of sick people. Or you can open your medical emergency kit, match your symptoms to the doctor's recommendation prescription. It comes with doctor-prescribed meds to treat over 39 medical issues. It has strong antibiotics for infections of all types. Plus, a doctor's easy guide so you'll know exactly what to take and when. No waiting to see the doctor. No waiting at the pharmacy. It's all in here. Every home should have at least one medical emergency kit. Order yours online in minutes. Your kit will be rushed to your door and you get 15% off at twc.health/famous. You can use the promo code famous, that's promo code famous at twc.health/famous. 
This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you feel like you just need to get something off your chest, whether it's work, family, relationships, we all carry around different stressors all day, big and small. When we bottle up those stressors, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's been weighing you down. Therapy's always been a benefit in my life. It's something that uh, my wife and I do as a couple. It's also something I do personally. If nothing else, it's a great place to just release whatever is going on internally. It's a place where you can feel less alone. Therapy allows you to be the best version of yourself, which obviously life is short. And so the more we can be the better versions of ourselves, the better this whole thing is for us and the people around us. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash almost today to get 10% off your first month. That is BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash almost. All right, guys, we have Desiree Hart. Man, why do I always just want to call you Heartstock? That's Okay. <laughs> I mean, it is. Do you stick with hard stock at all, or do you always just go by this? I go by sick breed. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, you guys, she is the author of the book Road to Roses, The Road to Roses, which we talked about with her a couple months ago on the podcast. How's the, how are you feeling about the book now that it's out there? Good. It feels good to have it out and in people's hands. Um, Yeah, it feels good. It's nice to be able to share, you know, share your story and, and have the feedback come back. What kind of feedback have you gotten? Like, um, what have, what have fans really related to in it? Um, I think it's been great because a lot of it shares more than just, you know, the bachelor bachelorette experience. So I think it's been great for readers to see more of where I came from and what has made me who I am and how, you know, faith and hope and how all of that kind of aligns into, um, keeping, keep where it kept pushing me through in every season of life. That's awesome. If you can give like a little elevator pitch as to like why your book is different than like a regular tell all, what would you tell? Yeah. Well, I mean, it really isn't a tell all just based on the bachelor bachelorette. Um, I really share, you know, about my heart, my hope, um, growing up, not having much and going through really terrible dating experiences. Mm -hmm. Um, but also how, you know, learning who I am, um, finding my identity, finding my worth and finding my worth in who God created me to be and not in what other people said I was, was really big. Um, but also just really, um, I don't know, holding on to hope. Hope is truly the key message throughout my story. So I think now more than ever, people need hope. <laughs> so it's much more than just about the bachelor bachelorette. That's great. No, I love that. Um, okay. So you guys can get road to the road to roses on Amazon today. And I just want to talk a little bit to Des about like mommy life, because obviously I'm experiencing the first beginning of that. How was your first, um, well, how was your pregnancy? It's like, how did they feel? Like, because I've been talking so much about how, like, I didn't expect it to be like this. I expected it to be like when people said morning sickness, I knew it wasn't just morning. 
But no. I knew that it wasn't just morning, but I thought it was going to be like, oh, like I'll be somewhere. And then all of a sudden I'll get the urge to throw up. Like nobody told me that it was going to be like a nonstop nauseous thing. So how, how were you both yeah. times? They should call it like the 24 hour uh, sickness, not, not mm-hmm. morning. Sickness. Uh, you know, ironic. I mean, I was very fortunate. I had pretty good pregnancies. I, um, I was mainly only sick the first time around mm-hmm. and, but I just ate. So like oh my God. every time I felt nauseous, mm-hmm. I just ate Same. and ate and ate some more. So I gained like all my baby weight in the first three months because I was just so hung. Well, I was just trying to keep like the nausea at bay. So I just kept eating. No, I get it. Um, I need to eat every two hours or I get, oh, or I get nauseous. Yeah. Like a, like a meal every two hours, Oh yeah. which I thought I was like, Oh, I, I have to gain weight. But in the month I, I lost a pound. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Maybe it's just, are you actually throwing up? Yeah. With the nausea? but I'm not always throwing up the food which is weird like I still am able to keep like a good amount down of the food so like maybe I'll throw up like twice a day but like I'm still consuming way more calories than like a normal day so it's still the math doesn't make sense to me but whatever yeah it's so wild huh it's it's so crazy how that a little baby like takes your entire body (laughs) for for nine months and does whatever it wants your body just does whatever it wants it's like crazy it's so weird we had our second ultrasound last week and it did make me feel a little bit like a little more attached to the baby because at first when you see it it's literally like this small it's like a speck right and then the second time it was like oh my god now a month later it has like a head and then the body and like i can see it and i was like oh it's so cute oh it's cute like it's like okay well like now i'm not as mad at you for making me throw up all the time yeah oh just wait till you start to feel the baby move that's that's just heart you know that's when it you really feel that connection this is like maybe a tmi question but i've always been fascinated by this um how are your deliveries okay mine were really well i mean so i went all natural you did yeah 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 so like chris chris was born in the same house that his parents still live in. So yeah. And so it was just kind of their lifestyle. And as I learned more and I was, you know, I went, I just like learned more about the process of birthing and pregnancy. I decided that I wanted to go that route. And, um, yeah, I mean, I can get real deep in TMI, but it is tough, you know, it's tough, but it, it's just incredible what, we can do as women like incredible well you are like, far stronger than I I I could never do the natural route no and that's totally okay yeah, yeah. like whatever you need to do to get the the baby out safely and healthy that is all that matters um all right so let's let's pivot a little bit and get into Katie's season sure. I do <laughs> believe that maybe you have you were on maybe a week or so before Katie season. Do you remember when you were on? Was it like the very beginning um, of Katie season or very? I think it was the very beginning. Okay. Probably, probably just the first episode had aired. So who have you been rooting on throughout the season? Okay. So I haven't, I've, I've caught up a little bit mm-hmm. because I, I watched the beginning and then a lot of times in the middle, I get a little like busy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Understandable. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, um, so I caught up and 
I think she has some really good guys in her season. Like they, they, I think a few, she's had some bad ones, but I do think (laughs) they genuinely are there for her. Um, I don't have a favorite. You don't? don't Well, I liked, yeah, I don't. Yeah. Maybe that's because I missed a few episodes, but I love her connection with, you know, with Greg and with Blake and, oh my gosh, so sad, Michael leaving. Michael, that's what I was waiting for. I don't know. I'm such a fan. I'm sorry. I'm like a little, he's just like brings light to the TV screen for me. He, I I feel like without him there, it's just like, what am I going to just be engaged with during the show? I, that was heart wrenching for me to see him like leave and, but, but as a parent, like I get it, you know, yeah. I get it. Well, you look, choose your kids over anything, any day. Yeah. Like, let's start there. Cause that is the first scene of this episode, you know, because before we get to mental law, we get this 15 minute segment of Michael on the phone on FaceTime with his son and his son says, I think I know why you're not here. I think you're, you don't want to see me anymore or something along those lines, which, oh oh my God, that is the saddest thing ever. Oh, the heartbreaking. I mean, you could see it in his face the moment his son said that he was like done. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was Um, a good call back home because the moment, well, I was thinking about it too. So, you know, like a full season is about 10 weeks if you make it to the end. But they had to quarantine. Do you know how long they had to quarantine beforehand? I feel like the guys may have it. I feel like over seven days. Because if like guests have to do seven days, I feel like the the guys probably come in and do like at least ten early on. Yeah. So he was. He's already been gone for almost maybe a month and a half. Yeah. That's a really long time. I guess. The only thing to say is like, but he went all that time to just not wait it out like another two weeks. I don't know. But at the same time, like I haven't felt like I've loved him. And like, of course, like I'm support. I love Katie, but I don't know the two of them together. Like have always made a ton of sense to me. Um, so I don't know that. Yeah. Were you shocked uh, of her saying like all the time, like, she could see him at the end kind of like because I think yeah. that she was like I think to be honest in her brain she was like I've pictured it but I don't think that she like pictured Which- it only with him does that make sense uh, yeah that makes sense yeah I think she pictured it with, with like two other guys as well yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's like well I mean if I could have three different you know husbands yeah. then yeah you you'd get in um I don't know. For me, whenever there's someone that's like a single parent, I feel like you're do you have to really seek that relationship quickly to see if it's worth it. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, let them go home. You I know agree. what I mean? But I don't think she wanted to let them go home. I think she wanted to yeah. keep she just like yeah. every week there was something more and more that she wanted to explore with him. I do think there could have been some way to like maybe work it out. Like if she really thought, if she thought that was her person, if this is one of the bachelorette seasons where like the bachelorette had decided who it was like early on, you know, (laughs) yeah. did you say, who did you, what'd you say? 
like to leave yeah with him. like i if that was the guy that i knew i was gonna pick all along then i would have been like oh okay well i guess the season ends here <laughs> oh <laughs> you yeah, know totally, totally totally no i hear you but she obviously has different connections with the other guys so it's like yeah so she he wasn't then yeah he wasn't to me he wasn't because i think she could have like tried something more out or at least like even like i'm just trying to think from like the perspective of me in her shoes i think i would have been like okay well i guess that means i have three other guys and if at the end of these couple weeks i i still am thinking about you and i'm still thinking like i would rather him be here instead of this other guy then i'll just leave this process and be like okay i found my guy through this he just couldn't have been here in the end yeah i think i think that's what i probably would have done but then like i would have kept going because i do believe like what she said too like things happen for a reason and sometimes you can't control those things that happen yeah but like like you said if i got to the end and i was still like questioning Mm -hmm. then i'd probably you like peace. I'm gonna go get my man. Definitely, <laughs> you know? definitely, and it would have been a great ending. Her like yeah. going to his house in Ohio. Yeah, I actually really like that. Yeah, me too. But I think we kind of get her answer at Men Tell All. Just to fast forward a little bit, because Caitlin says, to, <laughs> says to Katie, "Well, Michael says that the door is still open, and he still has all those feelings for you." uh so what do you think about that and she was like basically said oh i moved on like i'm i'm not choosing you (laughs) yeah she said that pretty matter-of-factly so that was funny (laughs) i know 100 percent. it's hard because as a viewer you're seeing it like right after it it happened but really months have gone by right right that happened like april late may or early may or something like that yeah so she's already you know moved on hopefully engaged happy and all the things but her saying that so matter of fact made me think like okay so then she's definitely with blake or she's definitely with greg because i'm sorry she's definitely not with justin <laughs> <laughs> she's just um, not with justin i agree 100 percent. okay I was, great oh, i was like oh did they have something you know oh it was the most confusing thing last week so but like what's so weird is to me like it's definitely Blake because there was this thing that came up a couple weeks ago in our headlines where so it came out on the internet that Greg like wanted to pursue acting or something and there was yeah so he liked to get acting classes I don't know how hard he was pursuing it but there was a a tweet out there that said like when you find out that like greg the whole time is really the one that was there for the wrong reasons or something like hashtag acting classes i'm totally making up the tweet but it was something like that (laughs) (laughs) and she liked it and then unliked it which makes me feel like it's definitely not greg yeah if she liked it i know interesting i i'm interested to see what happens because the little you know the little previews you can't you can, I don't know. I can't always believe them because I just never know what's being chopped up to like create the preview mm-hmm. for what's coming. But it's interesting, like where she was, says she wants to go home. Oh, it's very interesting. It's very interesting. I have no idea what that is. You think she ends up with Blake? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my I, only I theory know. now watching that is that she finds out that like Greg is 
not as authentic as she thought. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I don't know, but it's actually Gosh, what, what is with all those guys? Like Hannah's season, what what was his name? Oh, yeah, I know. Um, Jed. Yeah. Jed. Jed. Yeah, like they go the they go the whole way just to be douchebags. I know. All right. Well, let's dive into okay. the men tell all part. Yes. So I think that Tasha and Caitlin did such a good job hosting this. Job. They were pros. They were so um they were so impressive. They Mentel is not an easy episode to carry. It's, no, because it's live too. You can't mess up. Yeah, you're <laughs> live in front of that audience. Uh you've got to read the prompter. You're getting little note notes in your earpiece. It's hard. And then like the guys are constantly talking over each other. You're gonna have to break up fights. You have to deliver it with like a certain amount of like like a sense of being commanding, but also being like emotional. And I just think that they really balanced all of it perfectly. Yeah, I do too. They did a really great job. Yes. Like I, and they're going to be on Michelle season, right? I don't know. Oh, I don't know if we have an answer about that, but we we should soon because it's going to start filming any minute now. Yeah. Do you think this is like a tryout that they're doing the like Caitlin and Tasha? I don't, I don't know. Are we going to end up with just one or? Um, that's a good thought. I have not thought about that. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So I think like this mental law was well, when I first heard, like when I first like remembered today that it was mental all I was like oh god the last thing I want to do is hear these guys arguing but I was yeah. pleasantly surprised to see that the arguing portion was only like 10 or 15 minutes because everything that they had to argue about was so dumb <laughs> because everything was just so dumb you know I actually agree I was watching it and I because usually mental I'm like oh here we go yeah um but you know it was actually not bad and I actually I actually liked the guys yeah I thought they were funny. Even when they were like bantering, it was still really funny. Or when they were fighting, it was just really stupid. So it was like kind of funny. Mm -hmm, <laughs> mm -hmm. But overall, it didn't overtake the whole, the whole night. I completely agree. Because most of their fights in the house were about like who was there for the right reasons, right? And like catching yeah. guys, quote, being there for the wrong reasons because they said stupid things like, I know who the top four is going to be <laughs> or like, I want to be the bachelor. So because <laughs> because there was really no depth to those arguments, we didn't have a lot of fighting, which was great. But I thought it was very weird that Thomas wasn't there in person. Any theories as to why? No, he's afraid. <laughs> Honestly, that's my best theory, he, too. He's the best. He, you can just tell by the way he talks. He's a really great like manipulator. Mm hmm. Like says the right things, does the right things. And maybe, you know, deep down he has great intentions, but I don't know. Yeah. I felt this. I felt like, oh, maybe they just didn't want to bother with his drama and they wanted it to be condensed to just a video call. I don't know. I think they have a choice. Cause I remember back so many years ago, um, Tiara was like the villain in our season mm -hmm. and I th they got her there, but. Because you know they would do anything to get the people there. Yeah. In person. Yeah. So it had to have been something with him where either he didn't want to or maybe a scheduling. Yeah. Although it said he was like in Sacramento or something. I forget. Hmm. It's always hard to believe when they say like there's a scheduling thing. 
when it's like yeah, somebody it's who was such a big character. I kind of feel like eh, I felt like, I feel like he probably chickened out and tried. I just couldn't be convinced to come. Yeah, I agree. Um, so then there was let's see, what was like the other like another big moment in Mentel? I think would probably um, be when Connor got kissed by a, oh a stranger in the audience. That was actually really entertaining. <laughs> I was like, I was like, this is one of my favorite mental moments of all time. Yes. And do you think that was staged? I wasn't sure. I definitely think it was staged because she was like mic'd up. <laughs> didn't she oh, sound pretty well, clear? I didn't think about that. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. I think it was, but I think it was cute that he said that he was eyeing her from the audience already. She was really cute. And then he said, like, I want to get your number. I think like they probably went on a date. I think that was a really cute scenario. <laughs> I know. I was like, oh, we need to know what happens to them. I know. We got to get an update. That was cute. I actually liked having something fun and like spontaneous happen during the mental. I also like the fact it like made him probably feel a lot better about the whole kissing (laughs) thing because this poor guy was so embarrassing. One to just be called out on stage about it then for him to be like oh yeah i like texted two or three exes just to make oh. sure it wasn't that bad and then that was like the perfect redeeming moment and then all the guys were so supportive afterward it was you adorable so supportive that was so cute and it was it was cute that he because i don't think katie was saying like you're a bad kisser she was just saying we don't have that mm-hmm. spark kiss definitely <laughs> but still how sweet of him to like go and like text his exes and be like <laughs> Was I just a terrible kisser? I know. Poor guy. Poor guy. Um, okay. Another moment that stood out to me as being one of my favorite mental moments had nothing to do with this season. It was them showing <laughs> Caitlin and Jason's proposal, which we've all, I think, oh, seen on Instagram, God. but it doesn't matter because I can watch it over and over again. And it'll never get old. It was way better though seeing it on like big screen. It was. I don't know. It was so I actually didn't watch the full thing on Instagram because I, well, I, I, I thought I did, but then when I watched it back, I was like, oh my gosh, he was so sweet crying and so cute. Like they get the words out. It was so cute. So cute. When, when are they getting married? Hopefully soon. Hopefully soon. I know they're in the wedding planning process. It's a big, you, you know how stressful that is. Yes, very much. Um, Okay, so then as far as like Katie's conversations with the guys, um, she she really just talks one on one with Andrew and then with with um, Michael. And it just feels like she's been kind of like moved past that. She appreciates them. But, you know, it was like the same word. Of like you know I love and respect you, which was great. Mm-hmm. I think she always she's really good at saying like the right things. Yes, I'm I'm very envious of that. She is very good at yes. that. <laughs> I, my emotions and my feelings get all is in the way, and I get all you know. She's just very like straight to the point. I know but gets it all out. Knows how to her feelings. It's really good. It's very impressive. Um, and then there was that moment where she. She butchered Aaron's name and called him Thomas, oh my which like yeah. I get like they maybe look like they could be brothers. Um. <laughs> that was so funny, though, because they were talking about Thomas being like the worst. And then <laughs> she calls him Dude, Tom. Aaron is the worst, though. I seriously think that Aaron's the worst of all of them because he was the one that started drama with everyone. And he was yes. constantly being like, I don't like him. I don't like him. I don't like him. Yes. 
Totally. But he never got called out. You no, know, he never did, which is weird. But like, he still has like bad vibes for me. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Yeah. Um, as far as other drama, I mean, they brought things up with Carl. And, you know, at the end of the day, I'm pretty sure like Carl does look a little bit silly because he, <laughs> he, he was like, I said it was multiple guys. No, I meant it was just Thomas. And it's just like, okay, you got caught. It's fine. And then there was the th- stuff with, um, what's his name? Cody. I mean, like it was just so earlier in Cody the season. Cody and Aaron, like knowing each other or something. Yeah. And he was like, I'm going to be famous in six months. Oh. And he was like, no, you took that out of context. I'm like, it probably wasn't out of context, but you yeah. Know. <laughs> How can you take that out of context? Yeah. Like what else are you going to be famous for? That's the thing like I'm so thankful for is that back in my day, like Instagram had just started up mm-hmm. kind of. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know, it wasn't a converse. It was a conversation. Like, are you there for the right reasons has always been a conversation, but now it's just like more heightened because of social media. Yeah. And it, I don't know if most people are on there for the right reasons. It's hard to say. I mean, you know, you know that even Sean Lowe, who's like the epitome of who do you think would be there for the right reasons? Yeah. Basically writes in his book that he wasn't. And like back then it was, you know, you make friends, you travel, you like get like a little 15 minutes of attention and uh, it's pretty cool. But then yeah. like, you know, it's going to be over. Yeah. It, yeah. It's just so crazy. I feel uh, like it's much harder though now for them to like really. Prove. Yeah. To prove it or navigate relationships maybe after the fact too, because of social media and the yeah. pressure. Oh yeah. 100%. It's really hard to prove you're like, ugh, it's just a cluster these days. I don't pity. <laughs> I don't pity them. I feel like everybody um, can be there and be at a risk for being called that these days. Absolutely. Um, all right. Well, anyway, so the next sneak peek that we'll, we'll analyze the sneak peek a little bit more. Um, Blake says that Katie is everything he's ever wanted. Greg says that she makes him the happiest he's ever been. Um, Greg says that he's falling so hard for Katie. He gets, he gets six, he gets six, he gets sick to his stomach whenever he sees her kiss other guys. Mm-hmm. And then she says that everything is blowing up her in her face and she just wants someone to book her flight home. Wow. So, I mean, oh my gosh. And Justin also says he's falling in love with her. It just doesn't feel real. No. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think Justin's falling in love with her? Or it's just more. Oh, he's in love with the thought in his head. The thought, yeah. Yeah. I'm interested to see her meet the families too. Um, because it looks like I, I couldn't I couldn't tell, but I mean it looked like maybe Greg's family or Katie had questions. Um, there wasn't clarity there in that. But um yeah, I don't know. I feel like that's always a telling sign when you meet the family. Yeah, and then there was also this moment where it was like, if Katie doesn't get engaged to at the end of this, she's going to be like devastated or something like that. And was that, that was coming from somebody in her family. Was that? I didn't know who that was. I think. So, I don't know. Could you imagine uh, if one of the guys is like, I just don't know if I can propose next week. Oh my gosh, that would be crazy. I mean, it happens. <laughs> We've definitely seen it happen recently. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, I, I guess 
as always the preview just looks great and juicy at this point but yeah, yeah of course and i don't i don't think she actually goes home i i mean no. i don't know when i was on the show i said i wanted to go home and that's usually just because you're like emotionally drained and you're just kind of like you it's not that you want to go home you just really want like a big hug and a glass of wine you right. know you just want alone time you want alone time you want your friends to like help you out and um so I don't think she actually goes home. It's just more so of like, she just wants space to think through what she needs to do. Yeah, that's actually a really good point. I would feel like probably really trapped at the end, like the top three, yeah. if I couldn't get advice from my family. Mm. Just being like, who do you guys feel like? I guess I guess you do get that, especially with top two. Top two. Then you start getting feedback. Yeah. But I feel like but when things start to, you know, get hard or like confusing, then you're just overwhelmed. Yeah. And so I feel like everyone would say, I want to go home. I mean, I actually did say that. So it's like, I feel her. Yeah. I bet you every lead says that. Oh, I'm sure at some point. <laughs> All right. Well, Des, thank you so much for joining us. I appreciate you yeah. so much for being here and breaking out this episode with me. I truly could not have done it without you. <laughs> Thanks for having me. All right. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works. And for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. All that so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin for trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it. Where did you hear that rumor, Ben? Oh, Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all. With 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. So like how to budget for a hot date in Malta like Joey went on? <laughs> yeah. Or how to baby step your way to being a millionaire before you're 35. Oh, okay, I'm looking at this episode on how much people spend on dating apps. So one guy is spending $499 a month. He should really apply for the bachelorette. <laughs> <laughs> or this one episode, which is what our Amazon purchase history says about us. Why don't you just go and tap that subscribe button, Ashley? Um, say less. This is really, really interesting. So to check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Just search Smart Money Happy Hour and hit that subscribe button, which I just did. Your wallet and your next road trip will thank you. 
Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24 seven. Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right. But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. You wake up with a scratchy throat, congestion, runny nose, and cough. You know your body. You know you're getting sick. Your choices are tough it out, get sick, take some time out from work, hope the doctor can see you this month, or wait two hours at urgent care. Then you can sit in a room full of sick people. Or you can open your medical emergency kit, match your symptoms to the doctor's recommendation prescription. It comes with doctor-prescribed meds to treat over 39 medical issues. It has strong antibiotics for infections of all types. Plus, a doctor's easy guide so you'll know exactly what to take and when. No waiting to see the doctor. No waiting at the pharmacy. It's all in here. Every home should have at least one medical emergency kit. Order yours online in minutes. Your kit will be rushed to your door and you get 15% off at twc.health slash famous. You can use the promo code famous. That's promo code famous at twc.health slash famous. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. (laughs) 
All right. Well, before we head out of here, I'm doing Bachelor headlines by myself, which seems like it might be weird because Ben always like gets really dramatic and reads the headline and I kind of explain it. But it's okay. <laughs> I'll read the head. I'll do both today. So the first one is is actually quite juicy, I think. It's Bibiana, you know, you know Bibby, Julian. She admits that she slept on, quote quote, not slept on directly. Because <laughs> when I first read this headline, I was like, she slept on top of Joe Amable. No, she slept on him as if she kind of didn't realize he was there during Bachelor in Paradise. And she's she also ranks her her experiences on The Bachelor. So she says that when she was on Bachelor in Paradise season five, her only regret, and she keeps thinking about it today, was that she slept on Grocery Store Joe. I totally slept on him, she said. She said, I talked to him prior, and it was something like, obviously, they were already talking to him about going, but he wasn't sure if it was going to be an easy decision um, for him. Like, do I do this? Do I not? And then she here she sees him. He's back in the mix. He's on clickbait. He's single. And she's like, if things don't work out for him on Paradise this time around, he would be a bachelor pick for me too. So is she saying here that she slept on him as in like, he was a bigger catch than she thought he was. And now she thinks that he'd be like a great bachelor or she's thinking about like this personally, like she's personally disappointed that she didn't like pursue him more. I'm not quite sure out there, Bibby. Um, do you want to date Joe <laughs> if this doesn't work out for him this time around? Or are you just hoping to see Joe as uh, a, a future bachelor? Either way, I get you. This is another juicy headline. Katie Morton says that she was torn after Colton Underwood came out. And she's also giving us a little um, update on how Cassie ran off it. So she says Cassie is doing great. She seems very happy. She says she's noticeably moved on. And then when the news came out about Colton, she said she was torn, feeling relieved and happy for him to be free to be himself, but also angry with him for not treating her friend the way she should have been treated and for putting her through what she went through. She says, I was very torn in that situation because there was part of me saying, not fair, how dare you, I can't believe you. And then there was a part of me that was saying, it's starting to make sense how conflicted you must have been, how I feel for you. She says she was definitely torn, but at the same time, good for him for moving on and owning who he is. In sad news this week, um, Lauren Burnham or Lion Dyke, you know, Lauren. I always call her Lauren Lion Dyke, but maybe she's still going by Burnham because I still go by Iconetti. Um, she had to go to the hospital with a case of mastitis. And that's when you have painful inflammation in your breast tissue. And I believe that it's from breastfeeding. So she stayed overnight at the hospital. She received antibiotics through an IV drip and she had scans to look for any potential abscesses. Uh, Ari said on Instagram, she's been going through a lot this week. Um, and he was up all weekend with the baby's survival over here. He said, haha, when he, you know, has his handful of three, three kids. So our thoughts go out to Lauren. We know she's home now and I hope she's feeling much better. Becca Martinez, she had a, um, a moment being really upset over on Instagram because she's very overwhelmed by raising her two kids and her nanny quit. Ugh. So she felt a lot of guilt back in March when she decided that she just needed somebody to be a part-time babysitter. She said that 
she just felt like really strung out. Like she, she just couldn't handle everything on her own. And she finally found this babysitter that the kids loved that she got along with Ruth. Her, her oldest was asking if she was coming in and she said she couldn't hold it together. She was crying. She just said it was a really rough day. And she said all this on her podcast, which is chatty broads. And I, I think she'll be looking for somebody else. So, Hey, if you are a nanny out there, which ironically Becca was when she went and became, you know, went on to our season of the bachelor. Well, maybe send in uh, your resumes. I'm sure, you know, look out for Becca's Instagram post. Maybe she'll post something looking for nannies in the Southern California area soon. And Chris Harrison responds to fans saying that they miss him on The Bachelorette. He's saying, I miss you all too. I think that's so sweet. Um, It's one person on Instagram or via Twitter said, I think Chris Harrison misses us as much as we do. You think that Chris Harrison misses us as much as we miss him? Hashtag Bachelorette. And he said, I truly do. And then another Canadian viewer said, the shows just aren't the same without Chris. And then he said, I miss you all too. So many loyal fans up in Canada. Thank you. Um, and then another social media user said that she loves and misses him. And he says, love you all too. Always have, always will. So that's very sweet. Um, oh my God. More baby news, guys. This is a huge headline. Raven. Gates and Adam. Oh my God. How do I not know how to say Adam's last name? It's Gottstock. Gottstock? We never say it. We always say Raven and Adam, right? Raven and Adam, Raven and Adam. Well, Raven and Adam are having a baby. Um, Raven actually and I DM'd a little bit last week. She told me last week, (laughs) which is was very sweet of her. She was just like, I wanted to like have like the mommy bonding thing with you. And I was like, oh, you're so you're the cutest. Um, she I was like, wait, why are you so pretty? I, that's literally how it started. Because <laughs> she was like, what do you think our big announcement is? What do you think our big announcement is? You know, she keep asking on Instagram. And I was like, if you tell me that you're pregnant and you're this pretty. <sighs> uh well that's when she responded and said i am she's like two she's about two weeks ahead of me like a week or two weeks ahead of me and uh just congratulations to the happy couple we know that they have wanted this for a long time uh covid got in the way they wanted to get married during uh, i think they were supposed to get married they got married this past april I think they were supposed to get married in 2019 and they wanted to start having kids in 2019 right after the wedding. Well, they ended up having babies still right after the wedding, just a little bit later. And we are so happy for them. I just, I don't know what to say. It's just like, so it's so cute that I, it's kind of exciting that I'm able to like kind of go through this with somebody else in bachelor nation. Um, she did tell people a little, a little bit of detail about what she's been going through she's not really been um that nauseous she's it says that despite not experiencing any nausea she's had some food aversions and what she told me was that like all the foods that adam would normally like that that she normally wouldn't like uh she's been liking so it's like all of a sudden she wants to eat what adam eats um she also said that she's just had some lack of energy and um, that has been kind of tough, but it's all great. And I'm excited. And I'm also glad that the baby doesn't come right away. She goes, I have nine months to get ready. Um, they haven't found out the sex yet. And I wonder if they are because she's just about that week where they should be able to know. So I'll have to ask her about that. But 
very happy for Raven and Adam. They are so cute and they look beautiful in their announcement. And um, I'm very excited. And this is a shocking, <laughs> shocking headline because ooh, how are we just finding this out now? Clay Harbor is cousins with Andrew S from Katie season. Yeah, he's cousins. And he was talking to him a lot last week when he had his departure from the show. He said we were texting all last night. He was saying how hard it was to watch the show because it brought back so many feelings. And he said, yo, I know it's tough. People don't realize that you really are feeling all these feelings. And once you separate from that environment a little bit, you're like, okay, I'm back in the real world. But then you have to relive it all. And you go back and then you're like, wow, that really was how you feel. You know, it was really real at that point in time for me. Um, so, I mean, wow. How did we just not know? that these two were cousins and had each other to lean on. <laughs> um, and then final headline of the, of the week is that Michelle Young, her bachelorette, cont the contestants, the guys for her bachelorette season have kind of come out. So they're not the official releases yet, but they are like those early releases that always seem to hit the internet. Um, a couple days before like the official abc.com release. Um, I would go through them, but I think like we're just going to end up going through the official <laughs> release next week. And then I'll have Ben here and we can do the thing where we like kind of make fun of the guys and make up wacky first impressions. So we'll wait for that. Um, but a little interesting tidbit, according to reality, Steve is that this season looks to be filming in Michelle's hometown of uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota, which kind of brings us back to the days of Emily Maynard. And I'm wondering why they decided to do it in Minnesota. Um, they're actually staying at a hotel that is not like a campus hotel, you know, like the past couple seasons we've seen like hotels where they're like far out. They're in the kind of like in the middle of nowhere and it's just completely shut down for production and cast and crew. And this I looked up the hotels and this hotel just like, is it, it's like a, just not a skyscraper, but it's a really tall building in the middle of an actual city. And they say that that's where the guys, that's what reality Steve is saying that the guys and Michelle will be staying at that hotel. And it looks like they'll be doing rose ceremonies at this place called the Semple mansion. And the Semple mansion, I also looked up and it looks kind of like a, a wedding venue. Um, it's definitely a, like, you know, not in the smack middle of a city, but it's also doesn't look like it's totally remote either. Um, and it's not huge. So I'm not sure that they're going to like have a whole bunch of places to shoot for it. It'll be interesting if maybe they start using Minneapolis as like a city to explore and they're not totally locked down. Like maybe they're not traveling throughout the country or throughout the world, but maybe they are just staying local and doing local dates. So that could be really fun for her, especially to be able to show guys her home and to do things that she would actually do around there. And they're apparently also um, filming something in Palm Springs over the summer, but it seems like the majority or so says reality, Steve, the majority will take place in Minneapolis. So very interesting stuff. Um, that makes me think that like I would, you know, with Michael A's departure and I really just have been really on the Michael A should be the bachelor train. Um, I feel, I would love to see them bring the show to Ohio, just like they brought the show to North Carolina for Emily Maynard um, because of her child and, and do it 
do it somewhere in Ohio and he'll be able to have his kid with him throughout the entire time. Uh, I just think that he is such a front runner to become the bachelor and he's so, so sweet, but that does. But then you also have to think that there are going to be a lot of contenders, I'm sure from um, Michelle's season. So we'll have to see after that. And plus like, have we even gotten official word that the bachelor has been renewed? <laughs> That's crazy. I don't think that the ABC has officially renewed the bachelor yet, which is just wild. Um, but they do normally film in September and that is just around the corner Final casting week is usually in August, so we shall see. Well, anyway, guys, um, thanks for sticking with me and, and, you know, just me through some of this and listening to me ramble to myself. I appreciate you guys always. Uh, thank you for being understanding uh, to me not necessarily being my perkiest of self lately. Um, but you rock and we really love and appreciate each and every one of you who listen to this podcast. I hope we see you next week live at our loopedlive.com event. So you guys go to loopedlive.com and get your tickets for Ben and Jess's iHeart engagement party. All right. Love you so much. Until then, I've been Ashley. Bye. Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Childproofing people's homes is hard, but Duracell is making it just a bit simpler. Not only are they committed to educating parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of battery safety... They also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Duracell even features child-secure packaging designed to avoid accidental opening. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely, available on 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Gene Fodor! Gene was wooden! But be careful. 
because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. The CIA really need your help, Gene. Freeze, Americano! Gene, run! Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.